July 24th. As we open up the New Testament for today, we'll be looking into the book of Romans and reading from chapter 8, verses 26 through 39. We'll read about guidance. God's purpose is to make His children like His Son, and He will succeed. The Spirit intercedes for us and guides us as we pray. And the circumstances of life work for our good, no matter how painful they may be. We'll also read about love. The Spirit of God makes the love of God real to us. You can count on that. The Father is for us. The Son is for us. And the Holy Spirit is for us. That ought to be very encouraging news for anyone within the sound of my voice that God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are on your side. See, nothing can separate us from His love. Is there any reason why we should not be more than conquerors? All right, let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. July 24th, Romans chapter 8, verses 26 through 39. And the Holy Spirit helps us in our distress for we don't even know what we should pray for, nor how we should pray. But the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father who knows all hearts knows what the Spirit is saying. For the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose for them. For God knew His people in advance, and He chose them to become like His Son, so that His Son would be the firstborn with many brothers and sisters. And having chosen them, He called them to come to Him, and He gave them right standing with Himself, and He promised them His glory. What can we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? Since God did not spare even His own Son, but gave Him up for us all, won't God, who gave us Christ, also give us everything else? Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for His own? Will God? No! He is the one who has given us right standing with Himself. Who then will condemn us? Will Christ Jesus? No! For He is the one who died for us and was raised to life for us and is sitting at the place of honor next to God, pleading for us. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean He no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity, or are persecuted, or are hungry or cold, or in danger or threatened with death? Even the Scriptures say, For your sake we are killed every day, we are being slaughtered like sheep. No, despite all these things— overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from His love. Death can't, and life can't, the angels can't, and the demons can't. Our fears for today, our worries about tomorrow, and even the powers of hell can't keep God's love away. Whether we are high above the sky or in the deepest ocean. Nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Strip me back 
said last time that the fight for joy is mainly a fight to see because that corresponds from our side to God's purpose to display his glory and when you see the glory of God with the eyes of your heart there is a taste that happens in fact when the psalm says taste and see taste and see that's a remarkable juxtaposition isn't it the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ who is the image of God. The devil's main business is to keep you from seeing glory in the gospel. The gospel is the gospel of the glory of Christ. When you look at the cross or when you read the story of the life and death and resurrection of Jesus and all of its interpretation in the Bible, what, it, what must happen is that something in your heart perceives, apprehends gloriousness. I saw glory in the gospel with the eyes of my heart. So that's where we ended last time, that the battle for joy is the battle to keep on seeing glory. More than you find glory in food, more than you find glory in relationships, more than you find glory in creation, you find glory in Christ through the gospel. Your words were found and I ate them. And your words became a joy and the delight of my heart, for I am called by your name, Jeremiah 15:16. In all your reading of the Bible, focus on the centrality of God and especially Christ. In other words, have a, a goal in reading the Bible to say, I want to see God. I want to see Christ. I don't want to just get stuck on the genealogies or the five smooth stones or whatever five loaves and two fish I want to know something about Christ from this event something about God from this event because it's seeing the glory of God that is the fire of our joy preach to yourself the promises of God just let your mind start running through the Bible he pursues you with goodness and mercy. No good thing does He withhold from those who walk uprightly. Great is your reward in heaven. He will complete the work in you that He has begun. My God will supply all your needs according to His riches and glory. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. All things will work together for my good. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. Just let the, let the promises pour out of your mouth to your own soul. Preach to yourself the gospel every day. The cross-based, blood-bought promises of God every day. Psalm 18 verses 37 through 50. 
I chased my enemies and caught them. I did not stop until they were conquered. I struck them down so they could not get up. They fell beneath my feet. You have armed me with strength for the battle. You have subdued my enemies under my feet. You made them turn and run. I have destroyed all who hated me. They called for help, but no one came to rescue them. They cried to the Lord, but He refused to answer them. I ground them as fine as dust carried by the wind. I swept them into the gutter like dirt. You gave me victory over my accusers. You appointed me as the ruler over nations. People I don't even know now serve me. As soon as they hear of me, they submit. Foreigners cringe before me. They all lose their courage and come trembling from their strongholds. The Lord lives. Blessed be my rock. May the God of my salvation be exalted. He is the God who pays back those who harm me. He subdues the nations under me and rescues me from my enemies. You hold me safe beyond the reach of my enemies, for you save me from violent opponents. For this, O Lord, I will praise you among the nations. I will sing joyfully to your name. You give great victories to your king. You show unfailing love to your anointed, to David and all his descendants forever. Proverbs 19, verses 27 through 29. If you stop listening to instruction, my child, you have turned your back on knowledge. A corrupt witness makes a mockery of justice. The mouth of the wicked gulps down evil. Mockers will be punished, and the backs of fools will be beaten. Proverbs 19, verses 27 through 29.